1: Working class on DeerCast. We're here not in our studio, not the normal studio. Nope. Uh, Ross actually made it for one yeah. and we made it for this special one which we're down at the jury office with these boys Matt and uh, Steve Tim I mean (laughs) what's up thanks for having us in your studio and letting us take over for an episode
2: yeah we appreciate you guys letting us jump on with you yeah
1: Yeah, well we did one with you guys and did that charity work there so that was (laughs) nice and uh, we appreciate you guys doing the same for us on the other end of things (laughs) putting us on the map yeah Yeah. putting you on the map (laughs) and there's going
2: to be certain things in this one that we reference like calling Tim Steve that you just have to listen to the other one to Figure out so why.
1: So, th- I think this one's going to launch w- well after that first episode. So, go back, listen to that one first. And then a lot of these jokes will make sense when you come to this episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. And since Hopefully. this is
2: on your platform, just in general, go ahead and check out yeah. the 100% well, Wild Re- uh, uh, Well,
1: it's podcast. the same platform if you think about it. So, yeah. we're both on Deercast. So, we got, we're the only podcast on Deercast.
2: That's right. And, well, uh, <laughs> Only other one. (laughs) Well, right. So, yeah. So Tim, it's starting. Yeah, here here we go.
1: Here we go. But, no, we appreciate you guys letting us do the takeover and just kind of winging an episode while we're down here and and having some fun. But uh, it's cool, man. It's neat to see, like, the different processes. Like, you guys are way more high-end than us, and uh, we're just – Good old working class boys over on the other end, just trying to be high end. You own it,
2: man. That's your niche, though, right? Yeah, we got
1: to do it. We got to do it. So <laughs> we've got hair and makeup and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. lights and yeah, lights wardrobe. So I think people. Let's just start with this because I see a lot of I can. I, I thought they were all jokes, but maybe some people think there actually is animosity between us. But it's all love. It's all we're, jokes because we're family. That's right. You know. Um, but that's part of the fun is giving each other shit about the two
3: different series. And I who, feel like there's maybe something brewing between Ross and me yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah. It's because your beard is, is far too.
1: less intimidating than his.
3: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. We work oh, yeah. On the, yeah. This is like stubble. He's everybody. got yeah. grizzly ears over there. there.
1: Here. Right. You're out mm-hmm. bearded. I'm like beard three. You got beard two and then mm. beard one here. I've always right. wondered what four. would happen if I let it go. I never do. Oh, you got a great working class beard, man. You could rock one.
2: Quit shaving it down like the honor style. Just let it poof yeah, out. Yeah, let it get is up by your, your eyes. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Up yeah. by your eyes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I noticed that and I looked in the mirror. Earlier. I'm like, dang. No, I didn't, I didn't man
1: right. stuff. It's creeping up towards. Of my cheeks. That's of you just Instead of aftershave, you put a little Crown Royal up there and it starts growing <laughs> yeah. up underneath Sting. your eyes. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly it. So, no, but how did you guys get into the whole podcast game initially? I mean, so whose idea was it? The,
2: so, it was mine dating back a few years so this is a kind of a crossover i know in your 500th episode you guys are are your fan base may have brought up the guy by the name of mark kenyon quite a bit so mark back then i felt like was you know doing it on a pretty large scale. And I, yeah. I was a, a fan of, uh, wired to hunt in general, what he was accomplishing and pretty new in general to that. The medium was pretty new in general yeah. at that time. So Mark was on it a lot. Terry was on it. And, um, I, I just reached out to Mark Kenya at one point. I said, you know what, you know, I knew DeerCast was coming down the pipeline. And yeah. I said, I think, we need to have a podcast. It's an area that we need to get into. And this would have been probably 2016 or so. Yeah, yeah. And So So I was
1: pretty early for podcasts in general.
2: Yeah, so I approached him and said, hey, what if we partner up and we do something that's, you know, you still have Wired to Hunt, but we have the 100% Wild podcast that's, you know, we co-host together. For sure. And he taught me a lot about podcast and structure and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. and Yeah, he's um, one of the pioneers, for sure. Exactly. And then one meat-eater uh, bought him out. He had to, you know, it's just part of it. He yeah. had other things that he had to do with those guys at a meat-eater. And so the partnership kind of uh, fizzled out there. And, you know, at that point, we probably had 70, 60, 70 episodes yeah. in the can. And we were mm. doing, it wasn't one a week. It was more like, you know, 30 episodes a year, 20, 30 episodes yeah, a year yeah. or something like that. But still quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, man, I don't, don't want to stop. We got this momentum. And that's about the time that Tim was hired on to be the editor in chief of Deercast. Mm-hmm. And Tim has his mm-hmm. own podcast uh, called the thinking woodsman. And I thought, yeah. you know what? It, it, this could be a good opportunity to yeah, make it all in house. Yeah. That makes sense. And you were wrong. I mean, <laughs> I regret that to this day. <laughs> but but you you were
1: doing the <laughs> thinking woodsman. I mean, you started that a while back because I remember 20, seeing 16 or 15. Yeah. So just 15. shortly after working class started, because I remember <clears throat> seeing you podcast with like Chip City and the boys yeah. shortly after we did. Yeah. And that's I was like, oh, that's cool. So and you weren't too far from us, I don't believe.
3: Well, I, I was still down in St. Louis, oh, okay. um, but uh, but I, I had so many friends and contacts and family back in Illinois right, that okay. I would you know make a run back home and bring my podcasting gear and yeah. it's it's a hustle. I mean, you you know yeah, v- very well. Like it's a lot of work to right. put out a show like on a regular basis. Once
2: we kind of, I mean, it took us a little bit to hit a stride, but it so everything we do also it's part of the overall business plan is, you know, okay, how do we monetize? How do we continue to grow? How do we make sure we have a product that people want to listen to?
1: Relevant and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so it it started growing to a point where sponsors were asking about it and, you know, sponsors of the TV shows or sponsors of what we call DOD TV, kind of our digital assets. Yeah. And they started asking about it. And, and I think podcasts, you know, in part, because of guys like you and uh, you know, and and Kenyon and, and of course Rose, Logan's the, the god the, the god of it. But <laughs> it, you know, it became so popular the last three, four years that you start seeing a lot of people have podcasts. Yeah, almost like, everyone's
1: got one now, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's like, okay, these guys have a couple hundred episodes. Like, all right, what, what are they about? And so, yeah. um, we, you know, we stayed consistent and did one a week, and we've done that for three years in a row, two or three years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that consistency, you know, we've, we've just kind of got our own little – deal going, honestly. And we were pretty isolated as to what else is happening out there. And it's basically a lot of inside jokes and a lot of BS sessions and try to have guests on that, that are relevant to our partnerships and yeah, Provide a, a platform for them, and for sure. I, I, you know, I think, um, you know, we have the ability just because of Mark and Terry and kind of the brand that they built, with the ability to get guys like Rob Keck and right. Waddell, and right. you know, some of the bigger names out there, and so that helps, you know, in right. general. So, yeah. that's kind of the I guess, the start to, to how, how it's evolved to what it is now. I like it.
3: Yeah, and we've had similar conversations, and, I, and I, what you guys do very well is there's no pretension in what you're doing. Like, this is who we are. Mm-hmm, take yeah. it or leave it. This, this is, I mean, yeah. what you see is what you get. And, yeah. and early on, Matt and I had the conversation, like, we can't pretend to be Mark and Terry we're nowhere—we're not even in that stratosphere. Yeah. That like,
1: leads into—I was going to ask you, like, if that added a different level of pressure with your guys' podcast on such a massive platform already, you know?
3: It, well, for me personally, uh, there is—I I feel a great burden because we have the Drury Outdoors name attached to it, and I'm very a, proud of A burden. Of A burden because there's there's a 33 year history there, a legacy that people expect such high quality. They they just expect a lot out of that. Yeah, it's it's like it's carrying a mantle. And so while we while we may not have like the deer killing chops that Mark and Terry do, there's other aspects that we can bring to the table that I think speak to folks who are learning or struggling with their yeah. That's right. That's go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say I think that's. You know, so the other thing is this is a kind of a more real version of Drury Outdoors is in a sense of a behind. You pull the curtain back a little bit. Yeah. And even when Mark and Terry are on with us, they I've grown up with this. Right. Mm. This company. And I've seen their on screen versus their off screen. And when they started in the 80s and 90s an on screen presence, it was it was a little bit of an. Not an act, but, but a different You fall, in, you fall
1: in between two lines of how you need to be on camera type That's of thing. That's exactly
2: right. Yeah. And this allows them to kind of be themselves. And I don't think they were overly comfortable with that at first, but now they jump on, they jump right into the mix, and they're themselves. Yeah. And I think... That was, what I, that was what I wanted to make sure we continue to make this podcast a real version of what happens here and a look behind the curtain, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And I think we do that. And, and, and I, I don't think anybody pretends that we're anything other than a couple of guys that are trying to be better hunters mm-hmm. that don't know. You know, we might know a little bit about a lot of things. We don't know a lot about any one thing. Yeah, I got you. I <laughs> and got you. and I, think that's, I think that plays to our advantage because it helps the audience, too. Like, when I ask Bobby Cole about biologic, like, I'm asking for myself, basically. Yeah, we genuinely want to know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know something. <clears> you, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that helps our overall cause because Mark and Terry do already know those things. Yeah, right. You, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and of yeah. course, you can learn something new every day, but we are literally learning something new every for day. Sure. That's good, though. Yeah. It's good
1: for the platform, I think, you know, as a fan of Drury Outdoors growing up. Like, I think, yeah, Mark and Terry, it's like that's everybody, that's everyone's whitetail idols growing up. But, yeah, you need, you know, as a company, as a media company, I guess, full circle, you kind of need that in long form. Because what I found, I don't know, Ross, if you feel this way, when we interview people on the podcast, a lot of people that won't do it um, or they're very limited in how long they will do it. We have, like, our episode 500 was five hours long. You know, there's, if someone's bullshitting about who they are, they can't sit there for five hours no. and hold the conversation. Like eventually mm-hmm. you're going to see through people. So I think that's, that's important in media now. And people get to like learn you guys through the brand. Like you said, the inside jokes and the interaction with people is fun. Cause that's really what deer camp is. Yeah, is what right, we're yeah. doing. We're just recording it and filming it yeah. and putting it out in a source of media.
3: So, so there, There's so many voices in the outdoor hunting media space today. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so much, like, there's so much egoism. There's so much like, Hey, look at me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it, and it's and so many people striving mm-hmm. to be the authority. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really like, just be yourself, be interested, and eventually you may become interesting. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be another voice out there pretending to be something that we're not. Well, you, you have to have like
1: a genuine interest and passion about what we're talking about. You know, not we're not necessarily talking about deer hunting right now in this conversation, but we're talking about being motivated and passionate about to talk about deer hunting or turkey hunting or elk or whatever to do a show because I, I never have any problems talking about like finding content to talk about or stories or hunts or anything like that it flows pretty easy and if we weren't that into it we probably would have a hard time being like well because most times like we record like I got in my head what we're going to talk about it's like well what you didn't like write anything down like well I know you kill a good elk and we can genuinely in our passionate conversation with each other we're going to talk about a lot more than just that one elk story, you know, or whatever it is. Hmm.
2: Yep. People want to feel like they're sitting there at the campfire with you. Exactly. Right? And that's yeah, the right. whole point of podcasts. Right. <laughs> it's like flying the wall. Exactly. Now, it can get
1: challenging. You know, sometimes, I don't know, right now it's, we're pretty busy. Turkeys are coming in. But yeah. Midsummer. I mean nowadays our hunt season starts in September with doing like Western stuff, so right. there's always something rolling and all that. But but no, I think it's great that you guys are on there and it's not Mark. I mean, I'm sure Mark people would love to watch Mark and Terry on a podcast together all the time. Certainly have more
2: listens and views. Yeah, <laughs> we get a lot of
1: feedback. But, know that. You know, I think it's cool that it's not too. You know what I mean? It shows that there's more people behind the brand besides Mark and Terry.
2: Well, and I think, you know, I, I find it interesting. We give Tim a bunch of crap about it, but I find interesting his style of hunting. It's totally different than my style hunting. My style hunting is obviously a, um, a byproduct of what I grew up with with Mark and Terry, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just different, but I would love hearing Tim's story about public land, about even when he's testing out saddle hunting, he doesn't do it all the yeah. time, but sometimes he tests that stuff, and yeah, yeah. I, I find it interesting because it's not something that I relate to or are that I do, but I can find interest in the skill that it takes to do that. And I know right. our audience is the same way. So it's Definitely. providing something for the audience that Mark and Terry style, which is almost all of our style on the team is a byproduct of. Right. this is something different. Yeah.
1: You know? It throws something unique into the mix and all that. Yeah. That's what's, you know, we try to do that with our crew is mix up how we, we, all hunt similar, Yeah. right. But we're all trying different stuff and experiment with different equipment and stuff. Like we do a lot of round
0: table stuff just yeah. On, yeah. on a topic or on mm-hmm. a,
1: well, we do yeah. debates too, you know, yeah. and we're not hating on each other when we do the debates, but that really, like in our group, working class bow hunters on Facebook, that gets the interaction there. I almost have to like get in sometimes, we're like, hey, everybody, oh yeah, can we just chill ch- out? Yeah, let's chill out. We're all good. Like, yeah, we're you know, we have the debate, but the debate causes the arguments on the
2: internet. We're out of ten. Let's bring it to a two. <laughs> <All> right?
1: <laughs> it's like, all right, sorry, sorry, but but no, I mean, having the opportunity to do working class on DeerCast here is cool for us because we hit a group of people we may. I've never listened before because we're pretty raunchy on our normal series. We can button up here, Mm -hmm. tighten up the language, you know, and, and we're probably tapping into a lot more listeners that might not have listened before. Um, plus, viewers too not only listeners viewers so yeah, probably okay. more viewers on DeerCast than listeners
2: yeah absolutely and that's that's a, you know that was the other thing that we set out to do originally with our podcast it's like at that time there were very few that were doing a video version yeah it's like alright what and are not we not many at all a handful what are we known for video production so right. that was a major part in the beginning yeah. and originally like Kenyon drove down here and did a bunch with us in studio and I mean that was yeah. a big a big thing for us to make sure we were together doing this stuff so right. I, I I thought, you know, you've seen it. A lot of people have video versions now, but that's our medium, right? That's where we cut our teeth, and so that's where we want to be.
1: We're new to the video side. I mean, we've done a pile of videos and done some different sub-series, but everyone on DeerCast is videoed, and I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, but uh, my thought initially, maybe I'm late to the video because I always thought guys are just listening while they're working or welding or driving, and they can't watch it. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of people that will go to YouTube just to listen to them. Well, it's sure. like, well, if they're just, if YouTube's pulled up, they could watch it too. Yeah. So, right. or DeerCast or whatever, yep. you know?
3: Yeah. So, we assume it's a lot of women.
1: Yeah, that probably is. The The watchers are probably women. The listeners are probably mostly men.
2: <laughs> well, I know, women like, women. the interesting part about DeerCast, <laughs> that's an aver- that's, that audience, like, a lot of those, the older guys in there, they don't have social, they don't have social accounts on other platforms. So that is their social account. They don't, maybe they might not have Stitcher or Lipsyn or, you know. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Spotify. Exactly.
2: So for them, I know Terry's Interestingly enough, listens or watches all these podcasts yeah. Yeah. in DeerCast. I know a lot of guys that do, and so you're you are hitting a new demo there that may not have caught you otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, we hear about people at the shows like, oh yeah, I find you guys on DeerCast and started listening to the other series and yeah. stuff like yeah, that, pretty cool. which is cool. And then in turn, it's like, oh, you got DeerCast? Yeah. Do you ever watch any of the podcasts or videos? No, I didn't know you could. I'm like. What you didn't scroll <laughs> yeah. to
3: the bottom? Pull scroll up your around. app. Oh, I there's, guess I didn't pay attention. I just used so it for much, weather. There's yeah. so much in DeerCast. We find that so many people use it for a particular function.
2: Yeah, uh, a tool.
3: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so th- there's just so much to explore there, and so much to communicate. What's yeah. in there. And one of the hopes that we had for DeerCast was a kind of a unified platform for the hunting community. We've got the the, the uh, driven, yeah. yeah, the driven, yeah, and uh, and Dr. Grant Woods, and just so many great people, yeah. You guys that are kind of coalescing around this, like deer hunting,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a big community. It's hunting camp, really. If you think about it, everything's there. And, you know, growing up as a big fan and really just a fanboy of Drury in in general, it's like I can go through there and scroll through all the videos. And to even be, like, included in that circle for us is, like, insane. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like a a bunch of working-class dudes who, I mean, we started from just – Guys drinking beer in basically a closet recording a podcast. But yeah, so. That's
2: how Mark and Terry started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. You, yeah. You'd yeah. die if you saw the original videos of them practicing. I love their it. intro. Yeah, in their their mom and dad's basement. It's <laughs> hilarious. They're wearing coaches shorts. Is that
1: floating around on the internet anywhere? It's
2: not on that. Well, so I think a little bit of it is in <laughs> is in. We put something out there like it was called a mossy oak moment, and uh, we did something where they reviewed it. In studio, they watched the video and, and commented uh, yeah, on it. it. It was pretty I'll funny. Have to watch that. We'll link to it. But,
1: but that, that's cool doing that stuff. That's all neat. Like our first episodes, we had people at the Indiana show this past week. And yeah, I went in and listened to episode one. Because they saw us the first day and came back. I'm like, man, you got to realize that was that's <laughs> don't seven judge years Luke, ago. Don't and judge us. A lot of different equipment has changed. And But it's cool, though. You know, it's yeah. kind of neat. But I just want to be like, hey, there's over 500 episodes in there. And Started,
2: can, yeah. We hit our stride at 358. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, jump around
1: a little bit. Maybe just start on DeerCast. If you think you kind of like us there, then jump to the regular yeah, series. So yeah, less cussing. But
3: I, I had a, like, a moment of surreality uh, a couple weeks back. I think you were on the Zoom call with your dad. And... Terry was just like, I really enjoy watching the podcast with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I said, You know, thanks, but Terry, that means a lot. And, and as I was thinking about it, I was like, This is crazy. Terry Drury <laughs> is saying he likes to watch something because yeah, I I grew up watching, like, Bo Madness was my favorite oh, yeah. Yeah, one yeah, on the board yeah, channel. Yeah. And to have Terry Drury say, It's just kind of gloss over me at first because it's like, you know, you're in the day to day, your normal job. Right. But gosh, that's really a Cool thing, it's amazing. Yep, and, and, and I think, and you guys, I, I think, are experiencing this also. Is like, yeah, oh yeah. You can't, you can't lose the the magic and the wonder of like how fortunate we are to be where we are and do what we get 100%, to do. Yeah. Sure, yep. there's like, there's tedium and there's difficult stuff, but man. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are worse jobs to yeah.
1: have out there. Oh, it's pretty amazing. Like getting a FaceTime call from Mark Dury is like yeah. nuts to me. I'm like, my <laughs> I remember the like Mark called me one time. It was when he killed that giant, and they're all you know celebrating. He FaceTime me and I get off the phone, and my wife looks at me and she goes. 12-year-old Kurt would be losing his mind right now. You know, I'm like, yeah, Yeah. when you think of it that way, I would be. Like, that would be nuts, you know. So very fortunate to be where we're at in the hustle. But And then real quick, I want to switch from podcasting to hunting. Do you guys feel that pressure at all, like being a part of jury when you're hunting? I do. You feel it pretty heavy? Very heavily. You probably feel it the most heavy, right? You and Taylor probably do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for her. I, You know, I know from my perspective, trying to— succeed on my own. Yeah. It was one thing when I hunted a dad's, yeah. it was pretty, I mean, you're a trigger trigger man, right, you yeah, know, in some yeah. sense, because they have it dialed in him and, and forced and, you know, they're doing all the, the work. Yeah. But when I started leasing, you know, shoot seven, eight years ago and started trying to figure out, it's like, all right, I can't, you know, at that point, early thirties, it's like, all right, I got to figure, I got to figure this stuff out yeah, on my yeah. own. And that's when the pressure set in for me, because it's just not, it's not easy. They make it look so easy and I think people lose sight of the knowledge that they've gained in you know, 70 combined years. And, and so oh, they yeah. get crap that it's like, oh, they're behind a tree. If they hunt tree. in public, they would know. It, I'm like, man, let, let what me they tell know you, about deer. If they hunt in public, they'd succeed there too. 100%. And, yeah. and that's the reality of the knowledge that they have. And so I try to sit back and remind myself that I don't have the knowledge. I've yeah. listened to it for yeah. my entire life. Applying, it's a little applying different. it is a whole different story. And uh, so, I mean, I feel that pressure from a sense of the last name and, and you know, an average below average year for them is an exceptional year for <laughs> yeah. me i just yeah all of us <laughs> you know and so just even this last season i killed a deer out in kansas with a muzzleloader when 148 you know the all-mature bucks i killed one during rifle season that went 146 or 7 and i killed one in the late season which was the best one that went 143 mm-hmm. and I felt like I had a disappointing season because I never got any of them within bow range mm. like 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 20 yards and in any yeah. mature buck you All know right. and it's like man I got to up my game because this isn't acceptable, you know, great to be able to use all these weapons. And yeah. I use a crossbow, which I know on your platform, people get a lot of crap. for. Oh I'm no, a, they don't. But I, I'm a, I'm all my arms work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a debatable topic. And I carried my vertical with me all season long. Mm-hmm. You know, I never gave up on it for pictures, but yeah, for pictures. <laughs> but, right. but yeah. I just, Take it was just one up. of those years. It was really tough. Yeah. And so from that perspective, I had somebody, uh, A business associate that I was talking to the other day is like, man, you had a hell of a year. And it's just like I should I should step back and think of it from that perspective. It was a great year. But (laughs) from my perspective, I was very disappointed in in it and in myself and how I performed through the year and and shouldn't be. But that's I think the pressure that comes with it, that nobody's gonna you know cry me a river nobody's gonna feel sorry for you but that's yeah. just that's just personal stuff i like yeah, that, that you talked that about totally. that
1: though because i would think a lot of guys would be like oh matt you know and if they don't know you or might not ever hear you say that they might think like oh he just goes in and does because his dad and his and his uncle did this or whatever but it's cool that you like talk to that and admit that because i think that'd probably be hard for some people to admit but it's better than being the opposite where you're like you're cocky yeah because yeah, uh, right? daddy held your hand and you're still yeah. holding your
2: hand you know yeah, like, the, no ego about it i mean the Reality is, I got a lot to learn. We talked about it on our podcast when you guys were on, like the farming side. I, I just purchased my first farm. I'm forty. I'll be forty one here in a few weeks, and mm. uh, closed in the end of November and you know I got a lot of work to figure out I put in food plots and stuff and, and with the help of guys that you know the guys like Scott that that work with yeah. us and Aaron Bennett and my my core friend group but you know from a larger scale I don't I don't know anything yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so it's a matter of learning and so what I do try to think about is when Mark and Terry started, Mark was 24 Terry was probably 34 mm-hmm. so I try to think from that perspective like look, there's still time for sure. Uh, all, I got all. I learned a lot in my late 30s. I got a lot more to learn through my 40s. And yeah. I think the benefit that we have is to go back and look at the content that they've created and say, the, the this is the recipe to success. If you yeah. if you have the 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 want to follow those drive. that kind of yeah. yeah, it's
1: like the build up to it. As long as you stay in stay in, that's right.
2: So I just for got sure. to remind myself, like, hey, be consistent, be out there, put in the work, and and you're learning things along the way. I've learned a lot by yeah. not succeeding oh, yeah. you know many years I'm not succeeding on my own and learned For a lot sure. through the way so it, it's it's just you gotta sit back every once in a while and just remember you're not them and it's good <laughs> yeah. to
0: open up about the struggles or the things you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. I mean you really mm-hmm. the viewers or listeners would be it's easy to compare to because we all start from somewhere mm-hmm. and it wasn't there's no silver spoon here for you. You're, you you got to figure this out. No,
2: in a lot yeah. of ways, those guys were hard on me. From a, they treat you know. I remember I didn't negotiate for my salary here. You know when I first started with Mark and and Dad kind of gave me a heads up like here's what he's probably going to offer you. You should go in here. You know and it, yeah. it was not a big number. Yeah. You know I I they they've never gave me preferential treatment. We've had a lot of tough conversations over the years, y- you know, and we've got a great relationship and we have a great working relationship. Everybody plays their part, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's Taylor included. Everybody's got yeah. a part to play and it's an it's important and vital to this overall success. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I try to think of it in that respect. It's like, how's the team doing? How's our team doing? Yeah. You know, how are we succeeding as a company and how I've been here 18 years now, full time. I've been here 20 years mm-hmm. and around at 33, right. y- you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I see sometimes on the, you know, the meme pages and stuff like that where I'll take some shit and it's just like, really? Eh, oh yeah. And I saw one not long ago where a guy said, now you guys need to go after the coat tailors. And then he oh. left. Ah, listed geez. me and Taylor and well, t- I mean, Tiffany and, and uh, Tyler Jordan and some uh, Matt Busbis. And it's like, well, okay. Okay, <laughs> I yeah, mean, but, okay, I put in my down. freaking hours, man. Yeah, I mean, you definitely do. But
1: like, put break that down. What else? Like, would you guys expect you not to hunt because you were born and raised in the family? And just because the generation that raised you is successful at That's it? What are you guys supposed point. to not continue the family I, I business
2: and go for Think it? about it like that because dad's got the construction company, and I worked for him, you know, through high school and first couple of years of college. And yeah. you, it wouldn't have been – nobody would have thought twice about somebody going to work in their family construction business. Right.
1: <laughs> it's because we go back to the whole, um, you know, I don't work – I'm not – People call me, I'm not working class anymore because I'm not yeah. at a job I dislike. And Mark brought that up on one of the first working class on DeerCast episodes. People are cool with the. As long as you're miserable. Yeah. Yeah. But if
3: you're happy and they're miserable, that's not good. You find out who your friends are when you start finding success.
1: Yeah. Like that's really when. For sure. The cream rises. Well, and that too. And anybody that's going to talk about you is never above you.
2: Uh, And. (laughs) You you know know, what I mean? I don't worry about it too much because I I get what the meme pages are. They are what they are. They're shit posting pages. They are. And and I find a lot of validity Mm -hmm. in what. You know, most of the time, that's the only reason it would hurt is because most of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And then yeah. it's when it's about us, it's like, oh, ah, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> shit well, we
1: made it in on the meme page. <laughs> right. Well, hey, that means you're doing
2: something, I guess. Yeah, or so, I don't know. Just take it with a grain of salt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get that. And I, I was wondering, you know, if you got any of that. But I mean, Tyler Jordan's the best. You wonder, I mean, it's easy to think that, right? About him, like, oh, he just grew up in this real tree family. He's got it, he does whatever he wants. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't think probably. It, it, Cool. But my daughters and my daughter and my son, if this is still around when they're 30. Yeah, if I Yeah, build can, something for them. Yeah, if they want to hustle and work for the company... I'll pay them, but yeah. they're not going to ride on it for free because Daddy didn't do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's up. I think it's up to the parents to make sure that right, the, right. the kid's not getting away with murder and That's just right. doing right. nothing and and taking all the accolades. I mean, right. there's an element of that, but for me, I, I always wanted to succeed on their behalf. For sure, work harder on their behalf, figure things out on their behalf, because almost a sense of duty to them for sure. You know mm-hmm. I and mean, it's, so this is their thing. And I say it to this day to them, when we talk about him, dad always says, no, this is your company as much as it is ours. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's still yours. You know, it's still you guys as you built it. Yeah. I'll do what you guys want me to do. You mm-hmm. just tell me, you know, if for I need sure. to be changing something. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, and I was like, I don't normally like to give Matt compliments, No, but right. who yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can say like, like observing, he is very driven. Yep. Like in his hunting and in business and making sure that the Drury family name is highly regarded. Like it's, Mm. it's cool to see how much he, he wants to kill his own deer. Like he doesn't, he does yeah he doesn't want to be a coat tailor. And, and it's it's like, it's, it's really refreshing because out of anyone that has the opportunities, like you very well could take advantage of some opportunities and kill some great deer and have a much easier season. But like, I, I mean, we both have, young families and mm-hmm. the time that he spends on the road and the hours that he you know they're putting plots and they're managing their properties it's like that yeah. doesn't cut any corners whether it's in business or it's in his hunting mm-hmm. and any like the the temptation would definitely have to be there because there's opportunities for it oh yeah i'm not above
2: it <laughs> listen I <laughs> yeah. my biggest deer my biggest two deer dad's in the same year three years ago you know it's <laughs> but also man
1: daddy's farm hey dad sometimes i'm
2: coming hunting buddy you know what i mean my dad had a farm i'd be like
1: i'm I'm hunting there for two weeks this year let me kill a buck well and
2: part of it is just by default i don't go there much because of the family scenario like at home i don't want to be gone so it was out of necessity that i picked up these leases that are about you know an hour an hour and a half from the house and even the farm i bought an hour and a half from the house well everybody knows like some really great deer huntings about, you know, we're in St. Louis, it's about three hours, four hours. And I was just not willing to do that. So dad would love to have, you know, him and Forrest would love to have us up, Scott and I up or whatever, but I don't go other than like rifle season because of the tradition of week opening weekend. Like I love going up there and, and we passed plenty of deer. I passed deer that you would, just, I would give my right hand to shoot, (laughs) but it's deer that are on the no shoot list. And like, I don't really care. It's not about that yeah it's about being there yeah you I know, you know what, what i mean yeah. like i'd be thrilled if Forrest killed the biggest deer on the on the farm this is a guy that deserves it you know what i mean dad and he gets to kill some great deer up there and uh, so i look at it from that perspective like yeah. hey if i get the opportunity dad's always inviting inviting me right great i'm, I'm gonna go when i can go I and anybody, can,
1: anybody that's a real person and gets how things work could I- even blame you for yeah. doing yeah. anything like that like We would all do the same.
2: The the setup's ridiculous. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But like you said,
1: though, like, you know, Mark and Terry didn't, they weren't born into that. They made that. And that's like the argument I make. It's like, you know, I see some of the comments when Mark's on our show or whatever. It's like, yeah, Mark's good at hunting out of box blinds on manicured farms. It's like, well, where do you think he cut his teeth? Like when he was your age, when you're on the internet talking Killing shit. Right hundred inch deer. Yeah. yeah. So, and he hustled. That's the whole point. Like you work hard to get to where you want to be and you continue working hard and you can have cool things and hunt how you want to hunt. Well, so you make your own luck. Yeah. Make your own luck. No, like working your ass off you for just it. just make
2: that up. That, that's the other thing. Really uh-huh. r- I think that's a common saying. <laughs> Ross, <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like they're still working hard Oh yeah. to make those things happen every right. day. And that, yeah. that's, that's what I think falls short on people. It's not that it's just, set and ready to go, and they walk in. Well, going is like
1: nobody actually just hunts for a living. No one just goes to the woods and gets paid and comes out. And and that eight-minute video you
0: just watched, there was like 80- Months put into yeah, <laughs> getting yeah, that ready
2: right. to make that Exactly. Eight minutes yeah. come together like yeah.
0: that. Right. Well, people you know. see Ross's man cave. He just got
1: one of his full mount bucks jumping over his like railing. That's and your
2: place. Yeah. That's okay. Ross's okay. House. That's pretty bad. It's, it's his. <laughs>
1: it's his man barn. So, yeah. Um, it's sweet. Yeah. It's it's like, amazing. Yeah. You guys got to come and play some pool and hang out with us there sometime. But I had a lot of comments mm-hmm. on there were. Well, that must be nice. Must be nice. It's like, that man, must be nice. And
0: I took four and a half years building that thing, nights and weekends. Yeah. you know, Pulling old barn wood down, saving old galvanized metal. I mean, four and a half years of just a little here, a little there. Yeah. Save for this because, yeah, it's a t- tremendous amount of money when I mean, you add it all together. But if you just do it a little bit at a time, and then it turns out really cool. And it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, it was a long process. Well, so we talked, you didn't hunt.
1: Once or twice in the month of November, you right. didn't actually get to hunt until all your work
0: was done in mm-hmm. December or basically. January. You killed your buck in January. Yeah, January. I basically missed the whole dang season. And because well, you're working, just working. Yeah, you know. Because must be nice.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it must be nice. Nobody ever yeah. sees the work it takes yeah. to get to the no. end result. No. They just
1: see the end result. But hey, that's all right because if you work hard, cool things will happen. And people who know know. So,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's but, right.
1: But no, I appreciate you guys letting us come in, take over the studio. It's been fun doing like a back and forth, and that's finally connecting the two podcasts right. on DeerCast. Yeah. There and yep, we're a family. We don't actually hate each other, but no. I think it's funny to act like we do. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Fun. I like, I enjoy the back and forth. It's fun. It's fun, man. You know, it's hunting camp. The banter is. is
1: what it's all that's about. That's Exactly right. And if you can't give your buddy shit, he's probably not a very yeah, good friend. No, that's, right. Yep. that's right. That's right. That's why I look so Jack all jackasses.
2: All <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, what I want to do is come up. And, and join in studio at some point. You, you guys will be fun. fun. I, I want to see so, the like,
1: new get place. a haircut while get we're haircut. there. Yeah. Oh. the top of your ear off while we <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what movie that is. I watched a movie where some chick did that to a guy. At it was bar Jurassic
2: bush. Park. Yeah, that's probably it, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't it? ever listen <laughs> to anything Tim says.
3: I don't watch
1: movies, so I don't actually <laughs> no. know. It could have been Jurassic Park. I'd have no idea. I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah, you guys should come up. It'd be a lot of fun.
2: we would love to. We're not that
1: far. You got family in the cities, quad cities, don't you? Still? Yep. Yeah, come well, on. There you out. go. There's your excuse to get up there. He, it's his excuse. I got to come up out. with a
2: better one. <laughs> I,
1: I told him I was from the Quad Cities. I'm like, yeah, you know where John Deere's from. He's like, oh, I thought they were just known for their crime. Yeah. <laughs> we're just <south laughs> off the Quad Cities, so <laughs> we're out of that. Different so. kind of crime. Yeah, different kind of crime. We got uh, we got different. We got meth crimes in New Windsor. Yeah. Uh, I should put New Windsor on the map. So it's a small town. It's a small town. <laughs> That's yeah. That's where you get the small meth crime. Small town. to Stay
3: busy. I mean, it's a type of entrepreneurship. That's right. We're trying. they are out there just trying. Working man's drug
1: keep moving long hours right Ross <laughs> that's right
2: <laughs> uh, oh, bro, like, damn, it. damn
1: it. <laughs> yeah, sorry I didn't mean to put New Windsor but it's actually a really nice town we have a building there I wouldn't have if it would have been worse than that so yeah, yeah. this is where I close up this podcast and we just get on with it right just <laughs>
2: apologize to everybody afterwards <laughs> yeah sorry
1: guys we love New Windsor really we do so
2: shout out New Windsor <laughs> yeah New Windsor hey
1: <laughs> alright well I think that wraps it up thanks fellas yep, yeah thanks. appreciate All right, you guys having, having guys. us alright you know what to do go shoot a giant we love <laughs> you guys thanks